88.3 WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan You're tuned in to The Friday Night Groove With your host Roosevelt Belton Jr. Better known as simply R.B.J. For short Bring you the finest in soul Jazz Electronic Alternative Indie and pretty much everything in between. And tonight, you're in for another special episode because I'll be one-on-one in an interview with Detroit-based singer, songwriter, and DJ Madeline Grant as we discuss the release of her debut EP, Purpose. Right now, though, when we kick this program off with her collaboration with Odessa titled Sun Models, and then we get into a mix of Madeline's singles and features. The interview follows shortly after. So until then, sit back, relax, and let's groove.
fingertips righteous confirmation with just one click and why the circle is getting larger our worlds are getting smaller and smaller Possibilities for a kaleidoscope A color's bursting over the horizon
Cause together we stand We keep choosing to fall Why do we build up these walls? We must be seriously confused To think we'll all agree On exactly what to believe Why can't we all agree
88.3, WXOUFM, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You're tuned into the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr. And right now, I'm joined by Detroit-based singer, songwriter, and DJ Madeline Grant. He discussed the release of her debut EP, Purpose. Madeline, how are you? Hi, I'm doing so well. It's sunny and relatively warm in Michigan, so I'm feeling good. We all know how special that is. It's a good um, EP for this kind of weather we're having right now, too. Yeah, I'm so excited for people to hear it. This EP has been um, a long time coming. All the recordings are done. You finally get the hit send. How's everything just feeling right now? It feels really good. I, like I said, I can't wait for people to be able to hear the collection of songs in its entirety because the really special thing about this collection is that there's a theme behind it. The theme is transformation. It's a very personal side of transformation. All of the songs are about me either going through a really, really great time, really positive time, or dealing with a lot of turmoil. And so for me, for people to be able to hear this collection with the understanding that it is about this transformation process, that's really exciting to me. And to be able to talk a little bit more about that and to be able to just give that to people so they can listen top down and kind of get a idea of what I was going through um, is really is a really, really exciting feeling to have. Um, so just starting with the process of you actually becoming a singer, what first got you interested in pursuing music as a career? Music as a career started with my collaboration with Odessa. I had no conception of it before that point, but I realized after seeing almost how oddly easy it was for me to collaborate with people across the country. That was my first taste of, oh, this could be something that I pursue more seriously. Maybe at that point I hadn't even decided that I wanted it to be my career, but I did see the opportunity that was collaboration, working on music with people outside of just people I knew. And the inter- the internet is such a powerful tool. And so it really opened my eyes. And again, that was before I even saw the success of the track. But once my collaboration with Odessa, the song Sun Models, was gaining a lot of traction, that opened up a lot of doors for me and was another insight to, oh, this could be a career or something that I keep pursuing in the future. So. Speaking of those collaborations with Odessa, FKJ, and a number, a number of other artists, one thing I've 
always noticed about you is that you've made an effort to, despite those successful collaborations, maintain your identity as a independent solo artist. Um, from a creative standpoint, why is that aspect important to you? That was really important to me. I realized when there were a lot of articles being written up about me and I kind of was in this realm as a EDM electronic singer. And that was kind of the buzzword around my name and or the buzzword phrase. And I didn't like it. I, I actually recognized right away, like, oh, that's not how I want to be. That's not how I want to be remembered or that's not how I want people to know me. And so I made it a point to kind of lay low for a while after those collaborations and really hone in on my sound and write music for myself because as grateful as I was to have all these collaborations with those artists, electronic artists, I recognized that, oh, I'm being put in the same lane as these people where I saw myself very different. I was like, I'm a soul singer, you know, I'm not, I'm not an EDM singer. And so the light kind of like flicked on for me. And I was like, you know what? I need to, one, I need to write my own songs, <laughs> which I was really excited to do. And two, I need to kind of steer out of that sound in the beginning because I didn't want my first stamp as an artist to be a continuation of EDM and electronic music. And so I was very, very deliberate about that decision. And it also happened with a lot of conversations with in other industry professionals um, between like getting like pub deal offers or a lot of top lining offers um, from different record labels. It was just kind of fortified the idea that I need to pave my lane as Madeline Grant, the artist, the soul singer not Madeline Grant, the electronic artist. And so that's that's where that all came from. So taking from that point, you know, becoming a soul singer, becoming Madeline Grant, you're someone who's become one of the more talented and respected artists in the state of Detroit. Um, how did you initially start gigging in the city and making a name for yourself? Yeah, my first gigs in the city, it actually started in Ann Arbor because that's where I went to school. That's where I graduated from college was U of M. And I remember wanting to get any gig I could because when you're first starting out, you're like, I'll sing anywhere, I'll do anything. Um, and I remember this band hit me up and they were from Ann Arbor, uh, Liquid Monk. And so they were kind of my end to gigging. And I was hustling too to get my own gigs as well, just because, you know, that was something that I was really excited to do. and. It's hard to remember exactly how it all unfolded, but 
I'd also have to credit Drake Pfeiffer and Terry Martin for helping me kind of get my foot in the door into venues in Detroit. And then um, just like my own hustle trying to get gigs, but um, the music community here definitely was really helpful with that. Um, and just, you know, my own ambition trying to gig around the city, really. And um, a lot of that hard work paid off when you were selected among one of the four artists for the Motown Accelerated Parade. Yes, yes, that was an incredibly exciting time getting into the program. It still is because it was the perfect launch pad for releasing this music and again, getting more insight into the music industry and obviously getting financial help as well. So all of those things um, really set me up for success. And I'm really grateful to Sway and the other people who are helping with that program because it truly is really important for not only the, the four artists that were selected, but the continuation of other artists in the city. So. Now, as far as how that affected the EP, I know that the Motown Saturday takes like a holistic approach to developing artists, not just financially, but, you know, mentally, business and, um, you know, social media, everything. Mm -hmm. So how much did that opportunity kind of when you're on the heels of releasing a, a music or EP influence this current project that you're about to release? It influenced it tremendously because I was able to do things with the promotion and with my own I guess, showing of artistry to other people in a way I couldn't have done without the program. Um, recording live videos, a lot of the photo shoots, a lot of the, um, I, I guess just like making music and putting it out is really expensive. And so having that support network financially, but then also having the support network of, you know, people acting like your managers, was really really helpful and insightful and you know learning about like ads and and just all of these things that maybe i would have done if i wasn't in the program but i wouldn't have had the financial freedom to do that and to pursue those things like i was able to after getting in the program WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You just heard part one of my interview with Madeline Grant. We're going to take a quick commercial break. But before we leave, we're going to hear Madeline's track, Reasons. Peace. Stay tuned. And I'll catch you right after this.
88.3 WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan We're about to get into part 2 of my interview with Madeline Grant But before we do that you're going to hear Madeline perform her rendition of the Snow Allegra tune Whoa Peace, thank you and enjoy Can I lay with you outside Feel your body next to mine Cause I need you now Don't wanna leave, I just wanna be here by your side You make me feel ever leave like we in paradise I don't feel the ground, no I don't feel the ground But I'm feeling right, tell me what you're all about You're making me feel this way, it's kinda like Oh, na 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 na, na 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 na. Oh, you're making me feel I believe singing. Whoa, whoa, na na, na 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 na. You make me feel like whoa, nothing like when we lock eyes. Look away from time to time. All I see is you right now. Can I lay? you all night feel your body next to mine cause i need you now don't want to leave i just want to be here by your side you make me feel ever leave like we in paradise i don't feel the ground no i don't feel the ground but i'm feeling right Tell me what you're all about You're making me feel this way It's kind of like, whoa Na-na-na-na 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 Oh, you're making me feel I believe singing Na-na-na Oh, na-na-na-na You make me feel like, whoa And so the genesis of this EP purpose started with a Kickstarter campaign back in 2016, correct? Yes, that is correct. Now that you, you finally got to this point, what did you initially have in mind when you first started recording? And how has that sort of evolved um, over time as you finally got to release date? Well, yeah, when I first went into the studio, Tyler actually wasn't the producer. He was the recording engineer. And I had intentions of co-producing alongside Julian and James, who were the, the two other people who really helped me get this EP finished and recorded. and we quickly recognized, you know, we have all the songs recorded, but James moved to LA and I was, you know, I was working two jobs in, in Michigan and it, it was really tough taking it to the finish line with just the two of us having been so, 
Having this been our first project, James had never produced before. I had produced vocals, but I'd never done an entire EP before, which is like a colossal task. And so a lot of time passed and we're both just kind of like, we need to finish this. It's going to be really hard for the two of us to finish this together when we live so far apart. And so the idea of hiring Tyler came to be and you know, it's funny because that's that's part of what took so long for this EP to get finished. It was like, okay, you know, the Kickstarter takes a certain amount of time, then recording takes a certain amount of time, and then we tried to do it on our own, and then hiring Tyler took, took a bit of time too um, because he's a really busy guy, and so... You know, there were a lot of delays in, in terms of like the finishing of the project, but I'm really just so happy that Tyler was able to be the one who helped me finish it. And and it truly couldn't have happened without him. And so it just took a long time, but I'm, but I'm so, that's what makes it so exciting for people to be able to finally hear it all, so. Speaking of Tyler Duncan, um, he, you know, with him producing this project, when it comes to your sound and the way that you want to make music, why was he a good sort of hire to bring this project about? I knew that Tyler would be able to transform any song I would give him. He has a lot of background in pop but he also has a lot of background, I mean, working with Wolfpack, so, you know, more of like a funk rhythm section band. Also working with May Erlewine, who's more folk, and I, I just knew I could trust him. Uh, even if maybe I hadn't heard him put out a R&B soul record necessarily, he's just such an incredible musician and producer, and I just knew that he was the right person to hire. And sort of going back to a point you made earlier, um, you mentioned that this EP has sort of a theme running throughout. Um, so with that in mind and the title Purpose, why is Purpose a good title for this project? Purpose is a great title for the project because that was the first song I ever wrote. And so it all stemmed from there. And I think for me, during the time that I was writing that song and a lot of these other songs, spirituality was a huge component in my creative life. And it definitely affected the ways that I was viewing the world and then also writing the songs um, because it isn't a record about love. It's a record about spirituality. It's about feeling stuck. It's about mental health. It's about uh, my reaction to politics. So to me, 
purpose was the inception of the EP, and it just seemed like the perfect name for the for the EP. Well, it's more than just the surface. Don't fall into persuasion. No, no. Oh, you got to have some patience. Figure out your purpose. Well, it's more than just the surface. The journey of creation. And so kind of going through the songs, um, we talked about purpose, reasons it was another single and can't get out. Um, when people listen to those songs or when I listen to them, uh, I find that you're comfortable writing songs that emphasize transparency, spirituality, you know, vulnerability and just honesty. Um, as a writer, why do you feel like you're comfortable in that space when you don't necessarily fit in a typical in love, out of love, out of love um, dichotomy? Well, I think it's because I grew up listening to a lot of soul music. And so the music I gravitated towards were these artists that were talking about social and political commentary, Marvin Gaye, C.D. Wonder, Lauren Hill. Um, and so that gave me the opportunity to recognize that hey, I want to write songs about that too. And that was also just naturally what came out. Um, just having been so inspired by, you know, miseducation and what's going on, I knew that I wanted to write music that was also reflecting of the times, even though it was just my perspective. And I, that's what happened. It was a lot of you know, true like soul soul music. There's a lot of soul music about love, but a lot of times when I think about soul music, it's it's really rooted in a lot of, um, it comes from a lot of like struggle. And I think that's where a lot of really powerful music comes from. Never let our minds hold us back from our dreams. But now we can. I kind of want to bounce back a little bit further to going back into the production or the sound of the album. Um, this is very live instrument heavy album with that element. How difficult was it to incorporate that in the middle of a pandemic and necessarily can't necessarily be in person all the time, uh, but you were able to make it work. So how difficult was that? Well, the songs were recorded luckily before the pandemic hit. So the tricky part during the pandemic was making sure when I was recording like the videos for the album, like the live videos that everyone was being safe and careful and wearing masks. But luckily in terms of recording, I didn't have to worry so much about the safety. Um, it definitely was a little bit 
tricky in the beginning of the Accelerator program, recognizing that so much of music and promotion is done in person. So how am I going to do this in the middle of a pandemic? But we made it work and everyone was safe and careful. All right, Madeline. So just wrapping things up in a career that I'm sure is going to span numerous albums and EPs. How do you want this first project to be remembered? I wanted to be remembered, like you were saying, is very transparent and vulnerable and partly a feel-good soul record and then partly just a really heartfelt, emotional record as well. The combination of those two things, very uplifting, but also very, very, very emotionally driven. And I hope that in the end, people gain some sort of healing from listening to these songs, whether they're able to relate to them in a certain way or just find a sense of peace. Perfect. Madeline Grant, thank you so much. All the best and congratulations. Thanks so much. Not even come close to comprehend when the walls crumble down when no one else is 88.3 WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan. That was my interview with Madeline Grant. If you're glad you heard tonight, you can hear it again by searching for Madeline Grant's music on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also find Purpose now streaming on all digital platforms. I want to thank Madeline again for her time and wish her all the best in the future. So enjoy as we end the show with the penultimate track from her EP beautiful lie peace thank you i'll catch you next friday you gotta know what you're living for